Hey. <laughs> Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of R&B Podcast. Yes, we as back y'alls. Um, uh, this week, we have to start <laughs> off with some sad news. Womp womp. What's the sad news? So the sad news is is that R&B is going to be taking a holiday break. <laughs> like I'm like, what's the sad news? <laughs> <laughs> so that means that uh, for the time of Christmas and New Year, we're not going to be uploading. We're going to take that time to spend it with family, enjoy the holidays, and then during the New Year is when we'll come back. Mm-hmm. We'd, we really want to implement some like new things, but obviously we have to try to like go ahead and get that done, so... Yeah, so, yeah, we're going to take the rest of the year off. So, not even that long. What is that, like, three weeks off? And then we'll be back the first week of January, and hopefully we'll have some new, fresh-ass content for you guys. Yeah, for sure. We're just going to take the time to, like, you know, brainstorm, improve the podcast in any way that we possibly can, and... I, per- I personally think that you always need a mental break so that you can realize that you're still, like, super passionate about something, you know? Yeah, for sure. Um, I feel like, you know, you guys got to pat us on the back for the consistency lately. Come We've on. We've been doing it. We've like, been doing it. <laughs> you guys know we used to be mad and consistent, and now we're posting, like, every week. Um, granted, this episode is going up late a little bit. <laughs> well, like, it's going up Tuesday, but, like, Tuesday night. So, um, you know... Here and there. <laughs> yeah, take what we give, you know? <laughs> Trying our best. 1,000%. Um, but yeah, I this week has been nice because I'm finally done with practicum. Wow. So She's a nurse, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I'm, I'm done with my practicum. I did my seventh shift. When did I do it? I did it... Oh my God. I don't even remember. <laughs> it was like on the third... December 3rd. Whatever fucking day that was. <laughs> Honestly, like, yo, night shift is not it. Wow. You don't, think I have, you don't think it's worth, like, the extra money? It's You get, like, paid $4 extra. But, bitch, I have been sleeping since. Sleeping and sleeping and sleeping. Because at first I was like, okay, it's not that bad, you know? you It's like staying up really late. But when I stay up really late, it's usually till like, 4 o'clock, you know? Mm. When you get past the 4 o'clock mark and things, you start feeling kind of loopy. And then when they turn the lights on and then, because, like, they dim the lights a little bit during the night. When they turn the lights fully on and you see all the morning shift people in there hustling and bustling and I feel like a zombie and I'm driving home and I'm like, yo, I might crash my car. Because <laughs> you're just, like, so sleep-deprived at that point. Like, it... Yeah, it takes a toll on you, and I've been sleeping, sleeping, Robert, and especially because it's cold outside now, forget about it, I'd be in bed. So do you just, like, because like, obviously you, like, have the night shift, and you go home, and then you sleep, when you when you wake up, you're still, like, tired? You feel weird. Yeah. Yeah, you feel weird because, like, you fall asleep on a certain day, and then you go to sleep, and then you wake up, and it's still the same day. Yeah. And I'm like, wait, what day is it? And then, yeah, you still feel tired because you don't, I mean, I don't get that that much sleep because like I'll get home and then get, go to sleep at like, hmm, like by 9.30 a.m. and then wake up at like one or two. Like that's not a lot of sleep, you yeah. know? Um, when I woke up, <laughs> when I did that last shift and I went to sleep, I woke up and I was so confused and I haven't done that in a while. You know, when you wake up and you're not sure where, like, where you are and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. Because I was like so thrown because like I could see that the sun was like kind of like you know how like we have we have golden hour now super early mm-hmm. so like the sun was starting to set and i was like waking up and i was like what the fuck <laughs> and i and it just threw me off and obviously i'm sure you get like accustomed to it but 
don't know. <laughs> <laughs> he said, I don't know about all I'm that. Ti- I'm a tired person. Like, I could go to sleep right now. Me too. Right now, I could go to sleep. Dead ass. <laughs> I was lucky laying down before you came to my house. I know you were. <laughs> I, when I called you, I was like, I can tell you're laying down in bed. Yeah, because I was like cold, so I got like a cover, and then I got under like a bigger cover, and I was like, yes. oh wow, <laughs> that's my shit. So, one of my friends called me at one o'clock today, and I was still sleeping. And I, I looked at the time, and I was like, wow, it's so late. But it's like when you're wrapped up in a blanket, and your room is dark. And your blanket is nice and soft, and I just washed my sheets. Bussing. I'm like, bitch, I am <laughs> hey, not getting like out of bed. It. Yeah, but I fucking deserve that shit, bitch. I just, I'm like about to graduate. So, I, are you are you like applying for jobs and stuff? Why you gotta ask me that? <laughs> you asked me that just to say. I'm just it. asking because the viewers want to know. <laughs> you, are you asking for yourself? Oh no, I already know you're not applying for jobs. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of my face, bitch. Um, you know, you know, there's a couple of people in my class who have gotten jobs already and they're like so excited. I'm like, good for you guys. <laughs> I'm back to the streets after this. You're like, it's a huge, it's a huge accomplishment. <laughs> oh, shit. That's fucking funny as fuck. Honestly, it makes for a great story. <laughs> you love saying that. Because you got to find things that, you know, that are funny. Hell yeah. Because if not, life is going to eat you up, bitch. <laughs> you know what's funny is that, like, the, just the personality that I have, the way that I cope with things is through humor and laughter. And so I have to find laughter within it or the silver lining or something. Because if not, bitch, I'm be oops. That's why, like, I joke about things that, like, maybe shouldn't be joked about. But, you know, it makes yeah. me feel better. I mean, it definitely is like a, it's obviously like a coping mechanism. But yeah. I'm like, whatever, it's. My thing is that people would be like, oh, well, you did all this for that, but it doesn't matter. It's my life, you know? So unless you're yes. going to go and work that job for me, then... Exactly. I don't have to really give you a reason as to why I don't want to do it. I mean... Yeah. And regardless of that, like, it was... it's my, I didn't involve anyone else in it. It yeah. was my choice. I was the one who had to do the work, literally all of it. Yeah. Like, it was my time. So, like, what does anyone really even, like, care? And then when I, like, explain it to them, I think... I mean, I think people can understand why and not saying that i'm never gonna be a nurse but like am i jumping for joy to like apply to these jobs hell no <laughs> like taking a pay cut's not cute yeah. it's not cute i don't care a which way you for, like more work too i don't care which way you slice that shit yeah okay no i feel you okay yeah so this week for robert has for been, robert uh, they'll speak in fucking third person it's <laughs> been insane it's been absolutely insane. Uh, business has been crazy. Business is booming. Business has been booming. <laughs> um, I'm definitely not going to say how much I made, but um, so I had two sales, and um, one of them was uh, these two chicks who were uh, running a foster home, mm-hmm. and they were like married and stuff. So I mean, they was like when I first went there, it was hectic. Kids were everywhere. They were trying to feed everybody. Mm. Just. They had lots of dogs, too. I'm like, mm. okay, I don't know how they're, like, living like this. But, I mean, <laughs> hey, that's none of my business. <laughs> Do your thing. <laughs> <laughs> so, their biggest thing is that they were like, oh, am I going to get approved for, like, approved for the credit? So once that happened, they were like, bam, yeah, let's do it. We're doing solar. So that was my first sale. And then the other sale is a lady that I had in my neighborhood who actually reached out to me on the Nextdoor app. Remember what we were talking about Nextdoor on here? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she reached out to me and was like, hey, I just want you to stop by and give us our options, blah, blah, blah. So I stopped by. I'm thinking I'm just giving her like a presentation. No, she wanted to like. She already knew. Yeah, she was like, I was already, I've already done my, my research on this. I just never have pulled the trigger. Yeah. So I was just, she was like, I was literally getting you to come here to just answer a few more of my questions and 
and then sign me up. You got so lucky with that bitch. So lucky with that. So her system is uh she needed seventy panels. Yeah. Seventy panels is a shit ton. Yeah. It <laughs> um, is. I just think. Well, now I think I know that she needs to, like, get her windows redone. She needs to, like, insulate her attic. She needs to change her AC. Yeah, update her house. Yeah, because her average bill was $450. You spilling her tea on this, Robert. That's a lot Spilling this lady's tea. That's a lot of money. So, um, her uh, system was a $78,000 system. And the other one was a $68,000 system. And let me just tell y'all, I made a bag. Tried it. (laughs) So it was definitely like one of those things that was a milestone just because I hit two sales in one day. Not only that, I hit two really big sales in one day. So So basically Robert's taking me out to a real, real, real nice <laughs> meal. Where are we going? Pretty much. <laughs> Where are we going? Yeah, so it was just, it was a huge week and I guess just my like life because I've never ever made that much money before. Yeah. I yeah. mean, that's a lot of money to make in one day. Yeah. 1000%. So... Um, uh, in terms of this job in general, my work-life balance has been like insane. It's like, good. Yeah. I have so much time to do whatever I want, whether it's sleep, work out, you know, I yeah. literally, if there's something that I want to do during the day, nine times out of 10, I'm going to be able to do it because I go to the person's house, come home, and then you're off for the rest yeah, of the day. Yeah. I'm glad that it was a positive change because obviously you had to leave, you know, one steady job yes. in order to do something that was kind of like chaotic seeming and it's working out hopefully like after the year ends and that like tax credit thing goes away people are still like super interested well i mean these happen when the two like when the tax credit dropped oh so it's like they don't even get the 26 percent. they get 22 now oh okay so it dropped already and people are still about it so i think we have this year and then depending on what um but next year like 2021 it's done right it's supposed to be done okay so depending on um I'm about to, I almost call him Bernie again. <laughs> Every time Robert goes to say something about Biden, he says Bernie. And I'm like, listen, sir, listen. Depending on what Biden does, because Biden really likes solar. So depending on whatever bills he passed, I'm pretty sure I see him prolonging it. Yeah I, yeah, I do too. Just because like, he's obviously trying to make our country like more sustainable. Yeah. And, and like, he's literally talked about solar itself. Like, you know, like yeah. talked about, he said those words that like, I think that we should all be trying to move towards solar. Yeah, I so. don't know how it's 2020, about to be 2020. And we haven't already started to move like in like droves towards solar because like we live in America. We mm-hmm. live in a first world country. We live in like the richest country in the world almost. And like how are we how are we like steps behind other countries? Yeah, you know? it's just crazy to me that like these utility companies be making money. They're ripping everyone <laughs> off, bitch. Yeah, ripping like everyone off. The way that it works, for whoever might be interested, you know, at what I do or whatever, all I do is I go to their house, I look at somebody's bill, it shows me what they spend in, not spend, it shows me their kilowatts. So I look at the, their, yeah, their kilowatts for the month, I take the lower number or the higher number, take the average, and then that's how I come up with how many panels they need. But the way that Duke gets you is that they have, the first thousand kilowatts is a set price, and it's low. But after you go over that thousand kilowatts, that's where they can hi- they can hike up that price. So they they like tax it by like twenty percent. So people will always go over that thousand kilowatts, which is how they get you. So it's just it's just crazy that so many people are just okay with like paying it. You know, I think they just don't realize that yeah. like they're being overcharged. I think it's like something normal. You know, because like like your mom's bill is probably gonna be like nothing. Good shit. Yeah. So I could finally like turn the AC down. This bitch don't yell at me. Like, Damn. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, it was just this last week has just like I said, me hitting a milestone, and hopefully, like, 
it was a lot of what do I want to do now that I have these types of funds coming in. So I think that the plan is is to try to save up as much as I can and buy something that might be like low key busted, but it's like a house or something or whatever. And then my my parents, like we've been talking about this entire time, they ripped out and done the whole house, so we have contractors and stuff. So just like fix it up and have something that I own. So even yeah, if, even if I don't want, even if I don't live there, I can rent it out. You know? Yeah, that's for sure the goal because I definitely want to move and I want my own space and all of that. But paying rent is useless. Yeah. It doesn't do anything for you. There's no return to you paying rent. So why would I leave somewhere that like I have a nice ass setup at to go pay rent? You know yeah. what I'm saying? So like if I'm moving, it's because I bought a house. Not I'm not moving and paying rent. That just yeah. shit does not make sense. And I'm not having any roommates either. Fuck that. Like <laughs> I'm trying to live on my terms, you know? <laughs> Especially with like some of my friends live in apartments and like all of the rules that they have with the apartments and like just being able to hear people around you and having to like you're in your own apartment, but you still still have to be, like, quiet. I'm, like, I'm yeah. a loud person. Like, I like to play music all the time, like, do whatever I want at whatever hour I want, and yeah. I do not need someone banging on my door telling me to shut up. <laughs> <laughs> not when I'm paying, like, $1,400 to fucking live that's here. That's true, yeah. I didn't even think about all that. Yeah, that's very Hell true. yeah, because I'm always playing music. That's one thing that, like... I know would be an issue because mm. I'm always playing music. So when I lived in Orlando, we had a duplex, so it was like a house. So we didn't have any issues with like neighbors because we didn't really have any neighbors. So that's... I mean, you didn't have the greatest like roommate experience too though, so... Yeah, I know, but like she, like music and stuff wasn't a problem. Oh, really? Like I'm saying like for neighbors, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like there's no one to like complain about how loud we're being. Mm. Um, she was loud though. <laughs> but we're not going to talk about that. So. Yeah. Yeah, so this week we wanted to just go ahead and do like a end of the year like wrap up episode. Mm-hmm. What are what are our goals for next year? What are some things that we're looking forward to? Some things that we want to change? Yeah, just an overall reflection on the year cuz I mean, we're wrapping it up right now and obviously like I don't even think I need to say that it's been a crazy motherfucking year. 1000%. Um but both for me on a personal level, on a mental level, and just on like society as a whole. Obviously, we're in a fucking global panoramic. <laughs> a global panoramic that is not going to be any anytime soon. Yeah. So you know, it's been a chaotic year. It's been a year of changes. It's been a year of growth. And we just want to recap all of that stuff with you guys and kind of just get our feelings out there on the table because you know that's what we like doing, talking about our feelings. <laughs> Says nobody ever. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I'm just trying to think of like where do I want to start. So I start guess at the I'll, beginning. Yeah, but I'm like I look at me and like remember the beginning. <laughs> the only thing that I like too much start, stuff happens. Yeah, since then. the only thing that I really start rem- like remembering where like shit was changing was like the whole nursing school thing. Yeah. So when I like left nursing school, I was just a shake to like my overall existence as a person. When did you When did you drop out? Like what What like what time period was that? I forget. I literally don't remember either. I'm not good. Was with it time. the beginning of summer? It- Mm, I think it was the beginning, either the beginning of, I think it was the beginning of summer. Yeah. But I just, I I remember when that happened, I was just lost. And I've never seen you lost before. And and I've never been lost like that before. Mm -hmm. Just like not knowing what direction to go in, not knowing, like it was just one of those things where. Your life was so up in the air. Yeah. Like there was just a path. Like I was, I was on a path and then all of a sudden like the path dropped off a cliff. So then I'm like Mm -hmm. sitting there like, okay, well what's next? So. The one thing that I want to make sure of with this next following coming year is that I keep the confidence in that no matter what I do, 
I'm like, I need to bet on myself. You need to be, yeah, confident with yeah. your ability. Because my dad said, uh, with the whole apartment complex thing and me choosing to like, leave that job, he was like, the reason why I was so about you wanting to do it is because you should always be in your own corner. So he was like, the only reason that you wouldn't do good in this job is if for some reason you didn't good. You like you you weren't good at it. Mm-hmm. So he was like, you need to always be betting on yourself. You need to always Invest believe. In yourself that, you need to always that. believe that you can do it. He mm-hmm. was like, you staying at that job would have been you betting against yourself because then you're saying, oh well, I'm not good enough to sell somebody this. I'm not good enough to to do whatever it is. Yeah. So now you're betting against yourself and you're staying at something safe when I'm missing out on so much opportunity. Exactly, because like now looking back, like in retrospect, it's so good that you left because one thousand percent before you, you know, you were doing the job and you enjoyed it, but you were also on a strict schedule. You were working five days a week. Yeah. You didn't have that much time to do anything. To do anything. Yeah, your days kind of looked all the same. Yeah. You're getting paid the same amount all the time, regardless of like. Basically, regardless of what you do, you're gonna you were getting paid like the same within a set amount, yeah. you know, and so yeah, like I think this is like worked out to be something that's positive for you, and like I'm glad that you were able to like take the leap and have it work out because obviously like we spoke about the fact that you choosing to do this was a gamble because. Mm-hmm. You're, it's working out for you, but you know people who it's like not necessarily working out for as yeah. well. And so it's like you could have been one or the other, mm-hmm. you know? And that's the that's the whole scary part about it. But I think that... Life's a gamble. Yeah, going into these next years is that I really am somebody who likes like that solid foundation, stability type stuff. But it's like... We know. <laughs> you don't get anything out of that. Like you don't get any... Like, like, like your success won't grow out of com- uh, comfort comfortability. Yeah, so <laughs> gosh, you're you don't you don't grow in your comfort zone. Yeah. So it's like unless you take those chances, which are fucking scary. I I'll be the first one to be like I was scared, mm-hmm. and I'm not like somebody who's like a who scary ass. Yeah, yeah, I'm not a scary ass person. So for me to like do it, I was scared one thousand percent, and it's just it's just like it's still really crazy that I'm like doing it. So next yeah. year I just want to like keep on believing in myself and just know that even if one thing ends, it's not the end of like me, you know? Yeah, exactly. And you know, that's something that comes with maturity, like that understanding that, you know, thing like there's ebbs and flows to life and you can be on a high and then like, don't expect that you're going to be on a high for the rest of your life just because you are there. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, you have to expect that there's going to be, like, low points, too. Mm-hmm. And I feel like there's people in my life who haven't come to terms with the ebbs and flows. So they feel like they were at, like, a high point and then things dropped off. And now they can't pick themselves back up because they just never expected it. So, like, years later, they're still processing that failure. Yeah. Instead of just understanding that, like, failure is natural. Failure is a part of life. Failure is part of growth and development. And... You know, in order to, like, succeed anything, you're going to fail first. Yeah. So now I'm trying to think of, like, what other areas do I want to uh, develop in? And I think that one thing that I gained this year is motivation. Mm-hmm. And it's something that I haven't had before just because when I was doing the whole nursing program stuff, I wasn't doing it because I was motivated to do it. I was doing it because I was like... You needed a career. I and needed something end. stable. I wanted, I wanted, I wanted there out. to be an end mm-hmm. to me going to school for fucking... 25,000 years. You I know, know, and like, that's what I feel like right now. So even though, like, I'm not, I'm maybe not going to utilize this in the same way that other people are, this isn't an end for me. It was important for me to continue on and to accomplish this goal 
because I'm proving to myself that I'm capable. Mm. This is something that was extremely hard, extremely yeah. hard, very taxing, very time consuming, very mentally exhausting. And like for me to be walking out on the other end of it, um, just feels really accomplishing. And it's, it's honestly like something that gives me an out. <laughs> like I don't have to go to back to school anymore. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, both of us have been in school for the same amount of time, basically doing the same fucking shit. Cause that's how we know each other. Yeah. <laughs> and like to be able to walk out of it finally for what seemed like it was never going to end is fucking fantastic. And that's why people like when I tell them about like my story, my journey within like the nursing program, they're kind of like, Oh my God, like it sounds bad to them, but I'm like, no, it's, honestly like so positive for me but it's it's definitely a personal thing that it's individualized to me and to what my goals are and what my personality is because I understand that like a lot of people wouldn't be okay with it but this is literally something for me yeah not for anyone else yeah for sure and that's that's the that's the only thing that matters you know that's the only thing as long as you understand why you're doing it, then there's no need to explain it to anyone else yeah exactly because you know I did go through a lot of um like struggle in my head about it and there was nights where like that shit kept me up all night you know it was like really taxing and stressful on my brain but then like I just realized that like none of this shit really matters like if I if it's not something that I want to do then why is that like the the worst thing in the world yeah. do you know what I'm saying and like I feel so at peace with it now and like it's so nice that like I can tell someone about it and they can react in a bad way and it still doesn't affect me because I've already come to terms with it. Do you Mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Like I've had those feelings that you're feeling right now and I've worked through it and here I am on the other side and I know that like my future is bright regardless and like I do like I... I'm not saying I'm not going to be a nurse because this is what it sounds like but like I'm never going to utilize my license but... Like, I have a few other things in the work that can relate to nursing, and that's something that I'm more interested in, because I honestly just don't like bedside nursing, and I don't think any fucking nurse likes bedside nursing, and it's, you know, there's a million reasons why people don't like it, um, I mean, my fucking shift, 6.45 to, like, 7.15 a.m., and we would be there early and late. And you guys are working on, like, a shit ton of patients, and you're overworked nine times out of ten. And not getting paid enough. So I'm like, I don't think there's a lot of, like... If when I really break that shit down for you, you can fucking understand where I'm coming from. Yeah. So I'm saying I don't want to do that lifestyle. Like that's just not the lifestyle for me. But, you know, there's other things that I'm working towards and like, you know, it's things are going to work out. I like I don't think things always work out. I don't think that's like something to to like lean on, but I feel like this is going to work out. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like my life is going to work out in that way. So, not stressing it too hard. Honestly, just ready to fucking take a nap. Ready to nap <laughs> for like at least a month. Um, don't contact me. Don't ask to hang out. Just kidding. Um, I'm trying to think. Uh, so, this is going to sound kind of harsh, but uh, this year coming up, I really want to work on holding my friends to like Mm. a certain standard mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so mm-hmm. that's in terms of like i think that i have done a lot of the having the hard conversations and things like that but, but there I are more conversations oh, yeah, i want to take had. it to like the next level so i just want to make sure that i'm not like shying away from that type of thing and i want to make sure that if i'm going to be hanging around these people they are enlightened they are awoken or whatever the fuck you want to say <laughs> and i just want to make sure that like i'm not giving them passes because they're my friends yes Yes. So I think that that's like super, super important and a goal that I need to achieve. But it's one of those things that 
I'm trying to like balance it, like you yeah, know, because I, did, you I did, have to come from a certain place. Yeah, certain and I don't want to like every single time that we're talking, I'm like hanging out with them. We're having like a deep ass like conversation. conversation when it comes down to like race and shit like that. Like yeah. it shouldn't be like I don't want that to be the focal point of our relationship. Yes, but I think that I can do a little bit more because I mean I've like I said I've started doing a lot this year mm-hmm. with everything that's been happening in the news and things like that. So I've made lots of changes and I've seen a lot of changes in them. I just think that now is the time where like to not take my foot off the gas pedal, like to just keep on. Don't slow down. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. And I know (laughs) the second that you started saying that, I knew exactly what you were talking about. (laughs) (laughs) So I think that that's good, you know, like. For me, you know, my friends are, are pretty much all on the same page with things like that, like racial issues and all of that stuff. Um, but that's because, like, my group of friends is a little bit less diverse than yours um, in terms of, like, you have friends with a lot of white people, <laughs> which is totally fine. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, yeah, you got to, like, check that shit at the door, bitch. Because, yeah. like, I know that you've gone through um, situations where there's been offensive things that have been said, but they didn't even realize why it was offensive. And like, they were perceptive to an explanation mm. of why you can't fucking say stuff like that. Yeah, so. and I mean, like, like I said, like the, a shining moment in this year is when Alex, we were on that trip and Alex like was like, hey, just so you know, if there's any, any, any time that you feel like some shit is being said that shouldn't be said, let me know. I'm more than happy to have that conversation with whoever that person is. She was like, I, I don't want you to feel uncomfortable. And she like, like that. you're the only person who's going to like stand up for yourself. Yeah. So that know? was like a, a shining moment showing me that like the there work that I, hope, the yeah. work, the work <laughs> I've been doing hasn't just been going anywhere. I mean, there's, yeah. there's been plenty of those. Josh has reached out and we've had conversations, mm-hmm. Cassie, like all the people I'm around, we, we have had those conversations. So mm-hmm. it's not like they haven't done their part. And it's not like I feel weird when I'm around them. Yeah. Not at all. But I mean, um, I guess moving forward, do I would I like to diversify my friend group? Sure, but I mean at the same time, it's like I'm not gonna go. We're in a pan- panoramic. Yeah, so. and I'm not gonna go and just be friends with somebody just because they're black. Oh no, like, no, no, you know? no, for sure. Yeah. Like you obviously just fall into the group of friends that you have by chance. You know, you you don't have to force anything just because of like race. Yeah, like, I think but, that, I know, I think but people that's petty. people have like like asked me that like. Oh, but you like, have your okay. So you have okay. So you. It's so funny. You are literally black and white. You got your white friends and you got your black friends. Like you have a group of black friends. You just we're not integrated together. Like those two groups don't ever. We're never like yeah. together. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I think that people just don't realize that you have that. Mm-hmm. You know that difference in your life. You know because they see you with one group all of the time. Yeah. And so when you're hanging out with your other friends, they just like don't notice. Like, cause you know, you don't really post on socials that much. They don't post on socials that much. Yeah. If anyone's posting on socials, it's me <laughs> <laughs> out of the group. So you know what I'm saying? Like things yeah. are, pr- things are pretty low key. In and that, I, and in you're that right. I think people don't realize that there is yeah. those two different things. So people are quick to be like, Oh, like he's, like I've had people, I've had people say like, oh, he thinks like he's you're just, the token black guy. Or people, I've had people say that he thinks he's like too good to like hang out with like black people. I'm like, that's so funny that that's <laughs> like the narrative. Because remember when we first started hanging out, black girls would give me dirty looks because oh, yeah. they're like, oh, why is he hanging out with someone who's not black? I'm like, girl, we're friends. <laughs> like, if you want to come and get it, like you come and get it, okay? <laughs> like, I'm not standing in your fucking way. <laughs> yeah, dude. So I mean, it's one of those things where if I allowed everybody else to chime in and make a decision on my life then my life wouldn't look like what it is exactly you wouldn't be so happy and like comfortable within your decisions yeah and i think that's something that i'm still working on is like 
um, not letting people's opinion on things influence the decisions that I make because I think I've been so um, perceptive to people's like opinions about things that I have going on in my life that I've started to like listen to what they say and like make decisions or like almost hide my decisions based on what they said just for fear of like either judgment or comments embarrassment you know stuff like that and I, I just need to start like living my life for myself because I do but there's still there's still like this certain part of me that doesn't do you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying because I'm like worried about how people are gonna view it and I'm like honestly like why do I care because I see people out here fucking absolutely wiling and they don't care so I'm like not that I'm wiling but like if I want to be wild sometimes like <laughs> why am I not doing it you know what I'm saying like because at the end of the day like I need to do what I want to do. Like, even if it's, if it's going to be a bad decision, let it be my bad decision. Don't like worry about it so much because I'm worried about like other people. Mm -hmm. Cause that's fucking stupid. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, cause we all feel that pressure or just that natural pressure from like your friends or like your family or like, yeah. yeah, Like, cause I mean, it's one of those things where they have seen you go through whatever that shit is. So, you know, like sometimes they're like, you know, oh, you're stupid if you do this, or oh, you're dumb if you do yes. that, and you know that like that's what they're gonna say. So, so how am like, I supposed to be honest about? Hey, I'm actually doing that stupid yeah. thing. That's stupid. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Fucking annoying. Yeah. So I mean, it's one of those things where it's just it's your life. So nobody else is gonna do anything. I know. But... At the end of the day, I gotta I gotta live with my decisions yeah. and the things that I did do, the things that I didn't do, and so I might <laughs> as well just like do whatever I want. You feel me? <laughs> <laughs> so like that's the gum. Um, but you know, so when I think about the year from start to finish, wow, every year that goes by, you know, every at the end of the year, people will always kind of reflect on it and be like, I either had a good year or I had a bad year. And they'll just like reflect on different things that they've done within the year. And honestly, like I've always had just like a, like an average year, you know what I'm saying? Like every year has been kind of average. There's a couple of good ones, a couple of bad ones, whatever, but nothing like drastic. Wow, though. 2020. (laughs) Horrible. (laughs) Horrible. Like, take the pandemic out of it. Horrible! Because, you know, when I say that it's been a horrible year, everyone's like... People are like, like, oh, yeah, because Yeah, the pandemic. Oh, yeah, of course it's been horrible. It's a pandemic. Like, no, baby. Like, honestly, like, the pandemic is, like, number three on the list. (laughs) 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 Number three on the list. So, I think that I walked into the year... With a very like strong, confident mind and mental state, and I felt invincible in a way. Um, I felt like strong, you know. Like there was things that were like off, but nothing that was like earth shattering. And then earth shattering shit started happening. <laughs> yeah. You know, things things happened that I never thought would happen, and it really threw me, and it made me question um my choices and my ability to make decisions which i mean i did not ever expect that this year would bring that you Mm. know made me like really think about how i got myself into situations that i was in and i just feel like i went through like a little bit of a depression like obviously like i mean people on the podcast if you've listened you probably can tell you know when we're going through it we've said it out loud like our dealing with change episode like bitch tell me how me and robert were crying in between takes crying um but you know it like pushed me to like kind of like a dark place and it really just like made me feel 
I don't even know, like lost, lost like you, but lost in a different way. And I, you know, went to therapy for a little bit and that shit, did it help out? I mean, a little bit. (laughs) Like, it was nice to, like, vocalize things that I, like, had on my chest or in my head. Um, But I definitely didn't have the right therapist. And that took, that also took a lot out of me. Because, like, when I was at a low point, I reached out for help. And that took, like, remember that battery I was talking about? Like, that, that batter that we have? Like, let's say I was at, like, I was at, like, a 45%. Like, that took at least... 10 to 15% off of that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. And like, I'm still recharging that battery to where I want to help myself and I want to like um, ask for help again. Cause I am not someone who comfortably asks for help. It honestly makes me kind of uncomfortable. I don't really like, I like, I like to talk about my feelings when it's like not present. Like I like to talk about my feelings after I've had those feelings, mm-hmm. not while I'm going through it. And so I'm recharging that battery for myself to like get back to working on my mental health and getting to a good place because right now I feel like I'm in like a way better place than I was in two months ago. Yeah, for sure. But I mean, I not think to say this that there's year, not room, you know? This year I saw you the worst I've ever saw you. Damn, really? Yeah. Even worse than back then? <laughs> yeah, it was, it was like, I think that's the worst I've ever seen you. Why? It was just because like, so there was like a, there was like a bad thing that would happen and then, like, right after, another bad thing would happen. And then oh, right after, another yes. bad thing would happen. So it was one of those things that, like... Like, bad, bad things, yeah. too. Not even kind of bad, bad, bad. Yeah, so then it's, like, how many how bad many things, things is she going to be able to take before she, like, breaks? Yeah. So that was, like, always, like, a thing on my mind. And then you weren't really, like, talking about it. You were just, like, I'm fine. I'm, like, not fine. <laughs> <laughs> so it was one of those things where I, like... You can't force somebody to talk about something that, like, you like you know that they're going through a lot of shit, but you can't force them to Open vocalize mm-hmm. what they're going through. So it was one of those things, like, I kind of had to, like, stand back and let you, like, go through that process. But at the same time, it's like, how do you know when you're supposed to, like, be there for somebody or when you're supposed to, like, let them, have let them do their own thing, you know? Because what happens if, like, I, like, let you do your own thing and then you, like, go crazy? Go off the deep end. Yeah. And, like, think, thankfully, I, I, did, I don't think I did. Um, and to me, that proved my strength within myself. Do you know what I'm saying? Because, like, I I didn't even, like, realize that, like, yes, you're right. There were, It was back to back. Back to back to back to back. And it's, like, when I thought that it was over, more shit mm-hmm. was here. And it honestly is a little bit of a blur. Like, I was there, but also I was so numb at a certain point that... Shit was happening and I was just taking it. I was I wasn't even like looking forward to like things not being bad anymore because I was like so many bad things have happened that like I'm just you know, I'm just here for it. Like I'm just here for it. You know what I'm saying? Like fucking come at me, like throw whatever you gotta throw at me. And then I think it's when I stopped expecting things to get better that things got better. Yeah. Which is nice. <laughs> which is nice. Um, but yeah, wow, what a fucking year. Like if, obviously I'm not going to fucking like spill my tea, but y'all, if you guys knew the motherfucking shit that has happened in my life in the past year, it would be like, it would be pretty awkward, I think. Um, I don't know. I think it would be one of those things that if I was in your position, I would have probably said more. 
But like I said, we're two, we're just we're just two different people. I know. Yeah. I'm just like I'm such a private person. Yeah. I'm such a private person, and then it's like I don't want people to like take the things that I say on the podcast and like run to it to use for gossip Mm. do you know what i'm saying like i'm not trying to like be the topic of a conversation yeah um and you know if you kind of put anything out there that's like big um and juicy (laughs) people go and talk about it yeah but i mean i think at the same time though a lot of people would like relate because there's people that have been in situations you know so people would be able to relate to your situation and see that you were able to get out onto the other side shit like that i know and then sometimes like you know when you talk about sometimes when you go through certain particular situations um that kind of become i don't want people to identify that with you yes that with me Mm. or me as that person and so that's also a a reason is because like i don't want it to characterize any part of my being Mm because like you know what i mean like that's not something that i want to hold on to yeah by any means yeah by any means yeah for sure i mean it was definitely a hard part of like the year especially with like there's still everything else that's going on on top of all of that so it was one of those things that and I'm pretty sure during that is when I was also going through shit. So it's not like I can help you that much because... Yeah, towards yeah towards the end of me, like you started to have your shit. Yeah. And then both of us are crying about being in nursing school. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm still dealing with school on top of all of this. Like yeah. I was still... Like the fact that I've made it through nursing school and all of that shit happened fucking pat myself on the goddamn back and that's what i'm saying to people is that like this is an accomplishment regardless of how you look at it Mm -hmm. this is an accomplishment and i fucking feel good and i take my exit exam tomorrow and then fuck all of you guys i'm just kidding (laughs) yeah um i guess that the main thing i want people to get from the whole like my nursing experience like because mine's different than yours obviously Mm -hmm. because i stopped so i think that I really want people... So, it's so funny. When I was deciding on if I wanted to keep going or I wanted to stop, I, I went onto YouTube and was looking up videos <laughs> about other people's experiences of dropping out of whatever program they're in. And everybody's experience is different. But yeah. the one thing that I think that is similar is that it takes a lot of courage, reflection, and knowing yourself to know that what you're doing right now is not what you're passionate about. Mm-hmm. So, for you to just keep on going and keep on doing it, you're doing a disservice to not only whatever you're trying to get into, but to yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, to, to to know that for a fact you're going to do whatever it is that you, whatever it might be, and you're going to be unsatisfied with life, why would you purposely would walk you down that road? walk into and it? And it's like, you, the only person who can live, that, live your life is you. So even if your parents are the ones who recommended that you do it, or your dad went to that college, and he's one of the biggest doctors there and you you need to follow in his footsteps like mm-hmm. he's not the one living your life he's not you. nobody's yeah nobody's living your life yeah. so until you're able to like really take ownership of your own life it becomes so easy to give away parts to other people yeah and um i felt when i would i would try to imagine myself within being a nurse um, you know, doing the whole like 12 hour shifts three times a week. And like the thought of it made me depressed. It made me depressed. And I knew that if I did end up going down that road, I would fall into depression. And so that's part of the reason why I just like came to terms with the fact that like that traditional like bedside nurse is like not something that I can do because like for me to just think about it and get depressed 
means that I will be depressed. It means that I'm walking into a building that's on fire and I'm opening the door and I'm walking in and I'm locking it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not going to put myself in that position. <clears throat> um, so, you know, it is what it is. I'm not ashamed of it at all. Like, I did it and I'm going to get my license and it's still going to be something that I'm always going to have. Mm-hmm. So... It's, it's, I didn't take anything away from myself. I gave myself a license, Yeah. you know? Yeah, for sure. And I guess that the other area that, um, I guess I want to grow in next year would have to be like relationships, not in terms of like wanting to be in a relationship or nothing like that. But I really want to find out what it is about me that chooses like. Cause there's a reason you've been single your whole fucking life. Well, no, not even that, but just the fact that what it is about me that chooses like damaged. Ah! <laughs> People. No dead ass though, like one thousand percent dead ass. Because I'm like, I think, I think once I figure that out, Robert loves a fixer upper. <laughs> we, we used to call him Rob the Builder. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Rob, India. Rob yeah. the Builder. But because I'm like, I feel like once I figure that out, I'll find myself in a lot more healthier situations because, like, seeing it in a more positive light. Not even seeing it in a more positive light, just it will be more positive because I would be, I would go into it not trying to fix anybody. Yeah. But I'm like, I don't, I, I need to figure out what it is about me. That makes me want to do that. Cause I it's know. not even I that. Think it's I not even that, that I feel like I want to do it. You just end up it happening just, yeah. to be in it. Yeah. And Granted, I'm, most of the people <clears throat> in Orlando are fixer uppers. So like maybe it's not even you that much as so much as like the area too, you know? Yeah. And I'm like, to be honest, I just don't like that whole like uh the toxic shit like the oh like let's just let's like like let's like be making make each other jealous let's like yeah go back and forth games. that's like yeah Don't, so let's, let's not text back for like 48 hours yeah like just to make him feel weird like, and i'm like i think that a lot of that is the reason why i'm single yeah. not a lot of the other stuff i think there's a lot of that so mm-hmm. it's like i just keep in my mind that you only have to do it like once you only have to find that like right person once hopefully you know obviously um Yes, but just because you find the right person doesn't mean that there isn't work to do. No, right yeah, now, for sure. You know? I definitely still think that there's work to do, but I mean, you find the right person that is understand not not even only not only just worth it, but they understand and they reciprocate what you need to make whatever it is work. Mm-hmm. Because there's certain things that I know that I need in order to be in a relationship with somebody. I need somebody who's going to re- reciprocate the same amount of energy that I put in back. Mm-hmm. That's super important to me. So if that's mm-hmm. One thing that's not happening, I know that that's one thing that's a red flag and it's not going to happen. So I need somebody who will be able to do that. I need somebody who I can understand their love language and they understand mine. Like, you know, just to me, it's very simple things. They're hard to find because there's so many different people with so many different like boxes that they check different things. But I think that once I find that solid core whatever, then it makes it like easier. Mm -hmm. No, I, I feel that. Um, with me, bitch, in terms of dating, huh, don't know about it, <laughs> don't know her, no, but, um, wow, that's another thing, right? Uh, dating is, uh, so shitty. It really is. It's it really sucks. Bad, yeah. You know, I know there's a lot of people who enjoy dating, like, they, they think it's fun to go out on different dates and get to know people. Girl... It's not fun. You know what I'm saying? Um, I, I'm i so bad at dating. Yeah, me too. Yeah. <laughs> High five. <laughs> I mean, I think I'm good at like the whole like... We're, we're bad for different reasons though. Yeah. Us, I'm like, uh, but, uh, you're bad for certain reasons. I'm bad for certain reasons. Together, we're the worst daters <laughs> on the planet. <laughs> 
Because I think that you, I to be honest, you made me realize that I'm like, I'm good at the, like the fucking flirting, spitting game part. It's the part where it's like... <laughs> that initial. Yeah, it's yeah. the part of like... Okay. Getting past that stage. Exactly. Because you get close to it, but you never, like, take that plunge. Um, and I'm definitely glad you haven't with the bitches you talk to. That... <laughs> no offense. <laughs> that would be... A... I, was like, I was like, Robert, don't do it. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, like, you're right. I get all the way up to the point where it's, like, time to, like, make that next thing. But it's like, I know at that point if I'm going to see you in my life in that way. Mm-hmm. And I think it's like such a big deal to like go up to like your friends and family and be like, oh, this is the person that I like. I've chosen. Yeah. Yeah. Like I chose this. Yeah, exactly. That's a big thing. Yeah. You know, because like you don't get to choose a lot of things in life, but like your partner, your friends, you chose these people. Yeah. So if they're shitty, baby. <laughs> You, made you, a, you, you did picked it. that right on out of the out of the garbage can. Yeah. <laughs> so that part has been like, yeah, that's why I'm not like a oh I'm putting like this is my Facebook like girl like you know like I'll be out oh, talking like to people showing people yeah I'll be talking mm-hmm. to people and a lot of people won't even know like Josh one of my best friends just now Complain yelled at me to you. About <laughs> that. yeah like bro you never tell me about anything but it's like I'm not one of those people to be like oh like I'm fucking like you know like yeah that's just not who I am Spilling yeah it's just, it's, it just it feels like until I know that that person is somebody that I want around forever, I don't want them like attached to, to you. areas that I know or people that are going to be around me forever, you know? Yeah. Because then they like start being friends and then all of a sudden they're like, oh. Or then people just associate you guys together yeah. and then like whatever actions they take reflect on you yeah. as a person. And that shit's not cute because like people make a lot of bad decisions sometimes and like um, if, if they're making bad decisions that you know, impact their character, people may think of your character and question it. So, mm-hmm. so I guess that's something that I need to figure <laughs> out. I mean, I don't even know how to go about figuring that out, but I mean, maybe I, just like physically, like trying to like write it out and break it down, like find like actual, you know, physical similarities between like the people that you talk to and mm-hmm. like what attracted you and stuff like that, you yeah. know? Yeah, that's true. It's tough. It's tough out there. And it's like, you know, there's so many times where you like talk, you start talking to someone and you're like, I'm doing everything the right way, like the way I'm supposed to do it, like taking it slow, doing this and that, whatever. And then you end up in a toxic relationship. And then it's like, but I, but I did everything (laughs) that I was supposed to do though. How did I get here? Yeah. And and then once you're like, yeah, once you're there, you're like, oh. Fuck. What now? (laughs) What now? (laughs) But it's, it's still not one of those things that are at the forefront of my mind. Like, if it, I'm not against it. I mean, I'm not pushing people away. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I'm trying to uh, navigate it in a way that makes sense for me. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, there are plenty of people around me who are like, wanting to talk to me. I'm just not interested in them. Just like you. Yeah. So it's one of those things that's like... But why? <laughs> <laughs> It's like you're alone, but it's by choice because yeah, you have lots but, of options. I mean, you know, being alone isn't such a bad thing. I, psh, I love alone. Yeah. Alone so, is my favorite word. So like, you know, <laughs> yeah, there may be people that you can choose from, but if someone is not just the most amazing fucking person you've ever met and you're just not dying over it, don't do it. <laughs> do you know what I'm saying? And if you can't see yourself getting to that point, don't do it. Because like, you're if you have negative feelings towards a person... They aren't going to get better. They're only going to get worse. So you got to start off high. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You got to start off high. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I guess that like that whole like 
I would like listen to podcasts sometimes and stuff, and people are like, oh, like when the lights go down, I just get so lonely and I wish somebody was there. But I'm like, I have never felt that before. Mm-hmm. Like, I just I haven't. I haven't. I've never like been in the dark and been like, oh my God, I like, wish somebody never, was here. It's next lonely. To me. It's, it's feeling of loneliness because yeah. you can be, be alone and not be lonely, but then you can be like lonely and, you know, yeah. that sucks. I felt both, but like, I mean, right now, child, I'm chilling. <laughs> I have enough problems in my life. <laughs> All I need is my waxy poxy. All I need are my doggy woggy doggies. <laughs> All right, guys, I think that's going to wrap up this year's episode. This year. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, guys, this is going to be our final episode for the year. Um, finally, we'll be wrapping up season two. It's been going on for like a year now, <laughs> just because we didn't know what we were doing. Um, but yeah, you know, we love you guys so much. And, you know, we've reached uh, milestones within our podcast this year that have been like wonderful and we've exceeded our expectations. And like, I, I really want to shoot for actual new physical goals, like write them out, have a timeline and all that, you know, and provide the best content that we can for you guys and give you guys 100%. Because, you know, this is something that, like, we love and we can see that you guys love it, too. And that means so much to us. Yeah, for sure. Thank you guys so much for all the support throughout this year. And Mm -hmm. since we've started the podcast, I mean... We're going to be coming up on two years, which is, like, batshit crazy. Yeah, wild. And it's been leaps and bounds. And the amount of, like, you guys reaching out and, like, telling us that you guys enjoy it. That telling us that you guys... Like it's a part of your daily routine. It really makes... you. uh, Yeah, Yeah. it really means a lot. Mm -hmm. Love that shit. Um, But... Of course, guys, check us out on Instagram. Our Instagram is the official underscore RNB. Our website is rnbpodcast.com. And my Instagram is brvtt. And mine's going to be Rob Bates, R O B B A T E S S. Bye, guys. Love you. Bye, y'all. See y'all next year. <laughs>